Hello and welcome back. It's your boy Jay Kruft here, and I'm your host. We got a full house today. We got Max, we got Mike, we got Craig. We're all here and ready to go. Is this the first time we've all been here? No. No, no, we've done it before. I can't yeah. remember. No, we did cool. it oh, it's been a while. It's been a Maybe while. Maybe not for the actual podcast, only for the I'm gonna say I think this is the first time for the actual podcast we've all been here, right? Probably. I don't know, whatever. Who knows? Maybe first time. Who knows? So with that getting uh, started, who wants to get us started here today? Anything they want to bring up? Any story time or anything they want to talk about? Mm-hmm. I learned about the world golf rankings. Yeah, go ahead, Craig. Teach us. I think, we mentioned, it. I think we mentioned it on a previous episode. That might have been one of the quizzes. I'm not really sure. But uh, we couldn't really figure out how they worked. Or maybe Mike knew how they worked. And he just didn't want to tell us. I'm not sure. But uh if that's the case i'm gonna be upset because i did some deep dives and by that i mean i read one article on like golf.com or something but anyway um basically the way it works is that basically just as i expected uh you get points based on your how you do in tournaments which makes sense but Uh just like very complicated because you get like the four majors the winner gets 100 the runner-up gets 60 and then third place gets like 40 and then everybody else that makes the cut gets like one and a half or more depending on where they finish. But then you also get different points based on if it's like a PGA tour event, non-major, or if it's like a European tour event or like a Asian tour event, some crazy like that. And then when you look at the like leaderboard, it's their average points per tournament. So they take the total number of points, divide it by how many tournaments they've played in, in the last two years. So technically you could play one tournament like the Masters and win it and then never play golf again. And for two years, you'll be number one. Well, no, because they scale it based on recency. So like your your more recent performances have more weight somehow than performances from like the last year. And I don't really know how they do that because they didn't explain it because I think they knew it was going to confuse my little brain. But yeah, basically that's all you need to know. Well, I appreciate it, Craig. Thank you. Now I know more about golf. I'll never watch it, really. Golf just, it's just so hard for me to get into golf, but I do appreciate your world ranking. Thank you for the story time. Okay. The nice, the best part about golf is like you can turn it on while you're doing something else and just like have it in the background. Like I used to do that during school. Like when the masters were on, I would just put it on in class. I would just put it on my computer and I would like pay attention in class occasionally. And then I would like take a little brain break and watch the masters. And I didn't feel like I was missing anything. Like it just, it's just like a good back. It's also great, uh, like nap material. You need yeah, to nap. yeah, no, no, it's perfect nap material. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, I just—it's something I never really have ever gotten into, and just I do that with the NFL though. Like on Sundays, like when I got to get stuff done, I'll just put on a game and just kind of have it as background noise. Yeah, but I mean, that's just kind of what I do. I'd rather do that than watch golf, but that's just me. Um. Oh, I will. Uh, I was an absolute dumbass on Thursday. Okay. I, uh, I, I, we got a new rug for my living room. Uh huh. I went to go move my uh, ottoman out to put the rug down, and I bumped into my fucking Wi Fi router and shattered it. Oh, like, knocked Rip. the Wi Fi out. Damn, so. that sucks. Yeah, that was that was no fun on Thursday. 
You learned a valuable lesson. Don't mess with the Wi-Fi box. Yeah, I know. Or the Ottoman Empire. <laughs> or the Ottoman, Ottoman Empire. Empire strikes again. Shall rise again. Well, I guess the one news I have from this week is I, I went to a soccer game. I drove up to Dallas, watched Barcelona and Juve play. It was a pretty good game. 2-2 final. Fun, exciting. The only downside is I missed the first 15 minutes of the game because somebody doesn't know how to manage tickets. Bro, it was not my fault. How is it not your fault? Explain. Explain okay. yourself. Okay, okay. So, first off, we, we were – so, the whole reason that I came across the tickets was I was talking to one of my friends and then Kyle. We were talking about going to a Dallas Wings game, which is this upcoming Thursday. And I Googled, like, Dallas Wings tickets, and it popped up with, like, a link to a Groupon. And then when I opened the link, there was no tickets there. But what was there was tickets to the Barcelona-Juve game. And I was like, oh, I forgot this was here. So then I texted you and was like, do you want to go to the game? And uh, you were like, yeah. And so I bought the tickets on Groupon because it was, like, half the price of what they were on, like, every other ticketing app. But the Groupon says, like, and then I had another group of friends who also bought the same Groupon. And so we were talking about it like a couple of days before. And he was like, oh, yeah, you don't have to go. He like sent me a screenshot of like the details of the group of the Groupon. It was like, oh, yeah, you don't have to go to the box office. You just like show them these tickets and it's like and they'll let you in. And then it's first come first serve. Like you just show them like the voucher or whatever. It's like, OK, so we get there pretty early. We got there at like what, like 645 ish. Yeah, well, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably like 645. Or kick, no, kick off. It was like we got there about 40 to 30 minutes before kickoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we get there. We walk through the security line. We had a really long walk from the dart to the actual stadium because the Cotton Bowl is set up in the most inaccessible way possible. But Oh, it's anyway. awesome. It was awesome. I loved every minute of it. Can we let, can we stop the story real quick and talk about the dart ride over? Dude, that was that was that was so much fun. I love being packed into a tiny little train car, and we just try to see how many people we could fit. And it was the most amazing thing. For like half the ride there, there was like a hundred people in the cart when it probably could hold maximum fifty. It was it was stupid what we were trying to do. Like people were like crawling <laughs> on top of each other just to like get on. And the best part is we get to the next stop and there'd be like 20 more people trying to get on and like no one's getting off. And it would just be that weird realization when like the person's like, well, screwed, I'm still getting on this car. And then like everyone would like just have to pile it even closer. It was awesome. So much fun. 10 out of 10 recommend. Yeah. Being packed on a being packed on a train with homeless people and a bunch of other randoms um, was a bunch of interesting smells. But um at least we don't have to pay for parking. We don't have to pay for parking or like transportation in any way. We rode the dart for free. Um, well, but anyway, okay. So we got there. And so we just like walked through security, right? I walked up to the guy. I have the ticket or I have like the voucher thing. He tries to scan. He's like, it doesn't work. And I was like, well, I don't know. These are our tickets. And they're like, uh, is that a group on? I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, you got to go to the box office. And I was like, okay. So like, there's like a little like, looks like a, one of those like, portable concession stand things you see at like the bummy like baseball tournament facilities and it just has a giant sign written with like marker that says box office like okay so i walk up there i wait in line at the box office and then i get in the window or i get to the window and the lady's like oh no you have to go to the other box office i was like what do you mean the other box office? like they have they have five entrances to the cotton bowl and they're all closed except for one of them they have one gate open so the security line is ridiculous but they happen to have two box offices and 
then she tries to point us toward the box offices and she goes, you just go here. Then you turn right. Then you turn left. And we're like, okay. So we go there, turn right. There's nowhere to turn left. We're just, if we keep walking straight. We just exit the entire like facility. So we're like, well, this isn't right. So we walk back out. We try to ask somebody where to go. They are like, you have to go up there. And then when you get to the water, you turn left. But I had one of my friend's phones because my phone broken. Yeah, so I wasn't getting Craig very good service. Phone, so yeah. So I had his phone. phone. I had his phone to pull up the group on, on the website <laughs> and his, his friends also are getting, using the group on. So they're like texting him, but I'm getting all the texts. But thankfully one of his friends sent me his location. So then I'm walking with my friends. I'm, they're like, this guy said, go to the water and turn left. And I'm like, no man, his location is just straight ahead. We don't turn at all. We just walk straight ahead. And they're like, uh-uh, the guy said to go this way. I'm like, all right, whatever. So I follow them like an idiot. We get there, realize it's not where we're supposed to be going. We're on the complete opposite side of the Cotton Bowl, the, the area that we walked past about 30 minutes ago on our way into the stadium. So then we go back to where the guy's location was, wait in line, finally get the group on. And by that time, like the game had already started. And then I hit a dead sprint. I just sprint all the way back from the box office. Oh, it was awesome. I mean, my, was awesome. my shorts were like, I guess, too big. So they were falling down. I'm trying to hold them up as I'm running with the tickets in my hand. And I'm wearing shoes that don't have laces. Like, I don't tie the laces. So then I, I hit like a bump and I freaking kicked the bump and I almost face plant onto the concrete, lose my shoe. Some guy behind me grabs the shoe, tosses it to me. I put it back on and then I continue sprinting and it's like 100 degrees outside. So I finally get up to the security line. We get in. I had already sweated like. 10 pounds off my body so of course i get in and i have to buy two waters right off the bat and they're like 11 dollars a piece or something ridiculous for a bottle of water um and then we get to like where and the, the tickets have like actual seats on them but we get to our section and we're like there's not a single spot open the whole section is just packed so i guess it really was first come first serve and we did not come first <laughs> it was it was yeah. obviously like a couple of details that Craig left out. The worst part was we had to go back to security, but by the time we went back because we were so late, it was even more crowded. So we had to sit in an even worse crowd of people to wait to get through security, to wait to show our tickets again for the second time. That was um, that was super fun. But it was it was fun enjoying watching Craig in a full sprint uh pull out. It was like you know, it was like a movie scene, man. The music started playing, like everyone got hyped. Like it was like exactly. he's back after 30 minutes of disappearing. We finally see Craig with the tickets. Uh but it, and like, it was good. Dude, well and the chaos that you guys missed too was like so there was a couple groups of us. Like there was us that we went with. There was another group of my work friends that were uh in a car they drove separately and then I had some of my friends from college who were also there. And that's who I was walking around with trying to find the box office. But my friends from work we're trying to figure out where to go, but I don't have anybody's number saved on my phone. So I have absolutely no idea who I'm talking to. And then they start calling my other friend's phone, whose phone I have, but apparently his phone doesn't work unless it's on speaker. Like I couldn't hear anything when I tried to answer the phone calls because it only works if it's on speaker. And I didn't know that. So I'm like trying to talk to them. And I can't hear a single word they're saying because the, the phone doesn't work. And so it's just all around chaos. He's getting a bunch of texts from his friends. And then, and then my blood sugar started going low too. So I'm trying to eat my Sour Patch Kids out of my fanny pack and I'm like on a dead sprint to the freaking security. And then the worst part about it was we got in before the other two groups, but the other two groups just went to a different section and sat like 10 rows up with no problem. And we were like 40 rows up. Yeah, no, we got we got screwed over. It was like, I swear that stadium was full that day and they just all packed into the lower bowl. It was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. 
there was way too many people in those sections. It was stupid. And, but the game was good. The game was enjoyable. It was totally worth dying. It was totally worth it to see Lewandowski play. Yeah, I felt like I was having a heat stroke. I was sweating so bad, but it was enjoyable. Other than the ticket fiasco and literally just sitting outside for 20 minutes like a bum waiting for Craig to find the ticket booth. But all in all, it was good. The best part, though, has to be 10 out of 10 was the end of the night when we're trying to head back on the dart. Um, And we show up. And I kid you not, there's probably over a thousand people trying to get on this one little train that probably holds 500 people at most. And it was, and then we look at the time and it says next train in 10 minutes. And the next one after that is 45 minutes. So it looks like it's about to be like, I mean, I kid you not, it was like World War Z to try to get on that train back because no one wanted to wait 30 extra minutes. We just gave up and got an Uber, but it was, it was the intensity of the people trying to get on that train was it was 10 out of 10. That was the best part. Like there wasn't much fight on the field because it was a friendly, but there was, there was a lot of fight on that dart. And I can only imagine the, the elbowing and the pageantry to try to get on that train. My friends, that, my friends that actually waited for the dart. They said they didn't get back to the apartment until like 1145. Oh my Damn. God. Yeah. I was like, in, I was like in bed at 1145. But yeah. we did get to see, we get to see, we got to see legend, uh, Everton legend Moise Keen hit two gritties. That was dope. Yeah. And Memphis Depay scored, or not Memphis, uh, freaking Dembele. Uh, Dembele hit two, scored two nasty goals. Yeah. So all score. in all, seven out of ten on the track. Should have had an AT and T. Yep. Cobbles, booty. But whatever, <laughs> it was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, other than that, I guess other big news, other than our ticket fiasco, this is some serious stuff. Bill Russell died today. That's kind of sad. It is really sad. Very sad. Very sad. I don't know why I said kind of sad. That was bad. Uh, it it is sad. Bill Russell, NBA legend. Probably the second worst thing that's happened this week besides the behind the ticket fiasco. Craig, chill. (laughs) That man's a legend. He's honestly like, and I think the worst part about him dying is like, I don't think like anyone talks bad about Bill Russell. He's just like that old head that like would come to all the events, talk his shit, say some funny jokes, and then go home. Like, Pretty much, yeah. And I'm gonna miss that. I'm gonna miss Bill Russell. He was a legend. Yeah. I'm gonna miss the like occasional Celtics game he goes to, and they show the the little graphic on the screen that says Bill Russell like. Nine million time champion. I can't remember. Is it eleven? It's eleven. Nine? Oh, the picture with all his rings. Huh? The picture with all him with all his rings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be all over Twitter. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if you're a guy who's into counting rings, like, there's no way you don't declare him the goat. Same. Well, he's not the goat. You know what? Today I'll give him the goat status because he's dead. Goat for the day. Yeah, goat of the day. There we go. That should be our award. We should give out a goat of the day. Found a new <laughs> podcast segment. Honestly. Goat of the day. First annual goat of the day. Bill Russell. Facts. First time inaugural goat of the day. Bill Russell. Congratulations. Thank you for everything you've done, Bill Russell. You're a Boston legend. Even though in the '60s half the city hated you, but basketball legend in general. What is a basketball legend? And a great coach. People forget he was a coach. All right. Next thing we have, the England women's team wins the Euro. 
Ooh. Unfortunately. I was not tracking this. I Dude, was. I woke up and it was like. It's coming home. It's coming home. It's coming home. Football's coming home. It's coming home. It's coming home. Sorry. I'm excited. For a second, I was like rooting for England, and then I realized that it would be just so funny if England went to two Euro Cup finals, both hosted in Wembley, and lost both of them in the finals. I was just thinking about how hilarious that would be. (laughs) So funny. You're so funny. You're so <laughs> you funny. That would, that would be, if you're not in your hand, that would be hilarious. It's like you're underwater, Craig. We're losing you, bud. Oh, is that me? Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah, no, it was fun, though. Good game. I enjoyed it. Uh, it was awesome to see England get a win. But you got to, you got to, you got to, you got to cheer for them. That was their first ever ch- uh, trophy on the women's side. It's really cool. The Germans have like nine titles, so we don't want them winning a ten. So, shout out to England. And Craig, you're still echoing. Figure it out, damn it. On your burner phone and stuff. All right, so that kind of wraps up the beginning of the show. Let's talk about some EPL. English Premier League is back in action next week. I'm excited. Got my West Ham kit on. Got the logo. Boop, boop. Really excited to go. Um, Max is now a West Ham fan, so he's got to be excited. First game is on Sunday against Man City, so we are um, we are officially a a West Ham fan and a Nottingham Forest fan. I'm, I'm going for the two two ends of the of the table here. I know Nottingham just got promoted, so. I'm gonna uh, have two dogs in the fight. Two dogs in the fight. Are you cheering? Are you really cheering for uh, Jesse Lingard doing the TikToks? Um, Mike, do you got a team you're cheering for this year in the EPL? No, I'm thinking about getting behind one though. Pretty pretty soon here. Ooh. I guess as it's starting out, you know, it'd be a good time to do It'd so. Probably be a perfect time beginning of the season. I uh, might do one of those quizzes, you know, where it's like, what do you, what's what's your EPL team? You know what I'm saying? Oh, that'd be perfect. Maybe we'll do that on Tuesday with Mike. Might be a little mini episode. Picking Ooh. Mike's team. That'd be fun. I'd be in Florida. I wouldn't have anything to do. Ooh. All right. I could so, catch up. I, that, that would be interesting. Uh, Craig, are you still crying with your mic or did you figure it out? I, I think it's better. Yeah. Yeah. It's better now. We're Thank goodness. All right. Yeah. Never mind. I, I don't have any comments. All right, so let's do the EPL. Uh, we'll do an EPL preview going through um, the table. Are we, are we all doing our own table? Is that what we decided? Or Max and Mike will be together? And then me and Craig will do our own, so we'll have three at the three tables. I promise you, Mike and Max, if you guys beat me, if you have a better table than me, I will buy you 2026 World Cup tickets. Oh, fuck Yes. Let's I will kick. buy you tickets if you outsmart me on my table. How are you, what's how are you gonna deter, how are you gonna determine best table? Is it like percentage of correctness? I I was gonna do it by um so honestly you can probably do it by cheapness of the world uh cup tickets. <laughs> the world cup tickets are cheap, we'd probably be like, ah, fuck it. No, um so I was gonna do 
where uh, if someone gets, let's say, example, we predict someone to get first, they get 20, then that's that'll add 20 points. So just do it by, like, if you get something spot on, so if you say Liverpool's getting first, they get first place, then that adds zero points to your table. Uh, if you're one off, let's say you say Liverpool gets first, they get second, then you'd get one point added because you're one spot off. Does that make sense? Yeah. And yeah, the that makes, lower yeah. score wins. Yeah, I like that. So that way it's by, like, so if you like predict the four got teams to make Champions League, but you're just off a little bit, it'd only be four points added to your table rather than, let's say, someone picks the champion, but then all the other three teams are, like, way off. So um, I think it, I think it adds a little flair to it. I'll go through my table first, and then we'll help you guys decide yours. So with my table, I went with Liverpool winning the league. So I have Liverpool getting, winning the league. Man City getting second, mostly because I hate Man City. Third, I have Tottenham getting third and getting Champions League. I'm really excited to see what they can do. I think they've had a really good chance for window. I really trust their coach. I think they have really fun pop, uh, firepower up top. I think they're going to have a good year. I got four Arsenal. I'm back in Arsenal. I think they're going to make it back to the Champions League. Five, I have Chelsea. I think they take a step back. They're kind of in a little bit of turmoil. Barcelona still all their transfers. Uh, not really confident in Chelsea. Man City getting – or Man United getting sixth. West Ham seventh. Newcastle eight. Wolves nine. Brighton ten. Leicester 11th. Aston Villa 12th. Who cares? This is the middle of the table. Crystal Palace 13th. I got your team, Craig, getting 14th. I think they'll be, you know, solidly just above the crap teams. Uh, Leeds 15th. Brentford 16th. Uh, Bournemouth, I think, barely ekes by with 17th. I don't know why. I'm just backing them. I know they haven't bought anybody, and they're probably going to go down and get 20th, but I'm feeling confident. I'm cheering for them. Southampton 18th. I think they're going to get relegated. That's my bold prediction. Uh, Fulham does the yo-yo every year. Uh, Norwich has to come up, so Fulham goes down. We all know this rule. And then, uh, sorry, Max, your new team. Uh, I have getting dead last in Nottingham Forest. Uh, but that is my prediction um, of the table. So that's what I have. So, right. Craig, you, you want to go next? Give you. Yeah, are you gonna like? Are, are you gonna write mine down? Uh, yeah, I can write it down as you go. Because I'm not gonna remember it after I say it. Uh, okay. I'll put, I'll put it on the the tier list, and then uh, I'll take a picture. Okay. I'll just write it down later. I'm going to do uh, Man City's going to be first. Ooh, okay. Liverpool's going to be second. I think they're going to be – I think they'll be in a battle until like the – until there's like four weeks left. I think it'll be close. Like I don't think it'll be like a blowout, but I think they're yeah. going to be head and shoulders above um, Tottenham in third. Actually – Manchester United in third, Tottenham in fourth. Whoa, whoa, okay, okay. Wow, even I and know then that's, that's a bold, Arsenal, bold move, Cotton. Arsenal, no, see, here's the thing. Manchester United is going to be like, they're going to be in first for like the first like eight weeks of the season. And then they're going to and then they're gonna fall off and they're going to drop down to like sixth or seventh. And then with like, in like the last 10 or so weeks, they're going to, Make a they make a run and they're just gonna jump into third. Um, yeah. It'll be Arsenal and then Chelsea. That Darwin Nunez guy on Liverpool is nasty, by the way. Yeah, he scored. Yeah, a lot. He's not as good. He's not as good as Holland, but he's good. 
Um, I think I don't know who I think I don't know who I think is going to get seven. I don't think it's going to be West Ham, but I don't think it's going to be any of these teams either. Well, someone has to get seventh, Craig. Yeah, maybe it'll be maybe it'll be Nottingham Forest with Zach Steffen. Uh, no, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. Um, Probably not going to be Everton. I don't, trust me, that's why I didn't say Everton. We'll be close. <laughs> uh, you know what? I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be Leicester. Okay. I think West Ham eight, Everton ten, Crystal Palace nine. Wait, so West Ham that, that, that was a that was a really weird way to say that, but I think Crystal Palace will be nine. Crystal Palace gets nine, got it. Everton will be ten. Okay, bold. No, it's not that bold. Uh didn't bold. they just get wrecked by an MLS team? They did. But yeah. But we don't have a we don't have a Charleston anymore, so we shouldn't have any problems. Okay. Uh Wolves. Wolves next week. Uh Aston Villa, 12. Aston Villa, 12. Got it. And then Leeds, 13. And then uh, Nottingham Forest is going to get 14th, led by Zach Steffen. Okay. Uh, 15 is going to be Brentford, led by Christian Eriksen's soul. Uh, 16 is going to be Fulham. They're going to do something crazy. They're going to break the trend. Okay. Fulham and then Newcastle. Also, Zach Steffen's not on uh, Forest. Is he not? No. What's he, what team is it's he Mil- on? It's Millborough. Oh, that's right. Wait, well, so then... who's... who's, who's uh, so, 14, 15... So, 14 at Forest, 15 at Brentford... 16 yeah. yeah, Fulham. Who's 17 again? Seven is Newcastle, but now I think Brentford's going to get 14th and Nottingham Forest is going to get 16th. Okay. And then you have Southampton. Mm. Bournemouth is going to be last. Oh, yeah. You have That's Brighton it. going down? Yeah. You have what? Don't worry about it. Brighton going down? Why are you going to go down? You got to explain yourself. Uh, I don't know, because Mape's not going to be that good this year. Okay. okay. He's on Brighton, right? Yeah, I think so. That's the only player I could think of on Brighton, and that's why they're going down. Okay. I feel like Brighton's a mid-table team, but okay. They, dude, they could be. I have no idea, but I can only name one person on the team. Okay. Uh, uh, respect. Respect. No, no. Playing the, playing the name game. Though, All to right, be now... fair, that's, that's more people than I can name on Nottingham Forest, Fulham, or Brentford, but I like guards on Nottingham. Oh, yeah. And then uh, what the, what's the name? that uh, Newcastle has that guy that's uh, St. Maximan. Oh yeah, the Frenchie for now. He'll probably get moved on. But yeah. Not when they start the table and not when they start the season in tenth. True. All follow. right, let's go. Now for the one we want. We got Max and Mike's table up next. Max and Mike, let's hear it. What do y'all have going? All right. Here's here's what we should do. Uh, put Liverpool first, 
Then go Man City. Like, are you gonna chime in? Okay, no, yeah, no, I like that. I like what you're doing here. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, so next, you're gonna want to put um, put the Spurs, then put Chelsea. Yep, Chelsea. Right. Yeah, I was gonna say Chelsea for sure. <laughs> all right. Uh, up next, let's go with um, da, 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 da. give me Arsenal. Okay. Arsenal fifth. All right, I'm I'm gonna be uh, a little pretentious here. Put West Ham, then put United. There we go. I love it. Yes, sir. I, I, I'm I'm putting my uh the top my top of the table team up there, and then um uh, that's your Europe spots. So top seven. All right, that was kind of all I had prepared until I get to the bottom of the table. So for mid table, work and- bottom up. Uh, tell you what, put uh, Leicester. All right, Leicester, got it. They're eight. Okay. Um, and then give me Crystal Meth. Crystal Palace, got it. Nine. <laughs> uh, give me Wolves. Wolves. Uh, what's that one with the dove? Brighton. Yeah, give me that one. Okay. All right. Brighton 11. Got um, it. The one with the dub. Uh, put Aston Villa. All right. 12. Okay. How many more do I need there? Uh, one. one more. One more. One more. 13. Um, you know what to do, Max. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can leave that one there, Croft. Got a lot uh, of choices. Just pick a logo. Like- you know Did what? You guys just forget. Give me Brentford. Actually, no. What's just... the one to the right of Brentford? Newcastle. Yeah, Maybe. give me Newcastle. All right, they got the blood money. Good choice. Saudi's backing them. Dude, I forgot okay, about that. Safe. Track. Yeah, why'd you safe. put? I was gonna. I just wanted to say something because I was like, why is he putting Newcastle so low? They they just got the blood money. Like they're about to buy a whole new team, and you're like, nope, they're gonna almost go down. <laughs> I, I was looking there. I was like, "Who do I? Well, I, I like I know all these guys are like at the bottom of the table here, but like who's?" And I was like, "Oh wait, that's who I was missing. I knew I was yeah. missing one person." Yeah. All right. For did sake. you guys just forget that Dominic Calvert Lewin was like the best striker in the world two years ago? Yeah, when he's healthy. Too bad he's not yeah. healthy. He was he was unhealthy all of last year. He can't do that again. <laughs> I said the same thing about D Rose in the early 2000s. I said that about Everton every single year for the past five years. All right. So for safe, here's what we got. Here's Uh, what we got. First safe team. Give me leads. Leads. Team America. I like it. All right. Next up. The fighting underdogs. Give me the forest. Give me the trees. The trees. Have more Champions League titles than Man City. And the last safe team. Oh, wait. No, I got two more, right? Two more. Yeah, 16 and 17. You know who else has more Um, Premier League titles than Man City? Everton. Everton. Gotta be Everton, dude. Everton's gotta be safe, right? No, Everton's absolutely not safe. They just got fucking bodied by an MLS team. That Give me Brentford. <laughs> so did Chelsea. Chelsea <laughs> lost to an MLS team, and you have them as four. 
But they lost in PKs. Not four to nothing. Yeah, yeah. They, they that's lost even worse. Hey, not four. To what do you mean? How is that? That's worse? like what I do on FIFA when I play on dude. You one out regulation is actually uh, better. It is. It is. You're like, oh, my NFL team tied. And you're like, no, no, it's worse to lose by fifty. Anything can happen in regular time. What? Penalties are when the talent shows. And the fact that they lost in penalties means that they're just less no, talented. No, penalties yes. are a crapshoot. Shut no. up. Shut up. And then give me Southampton as the last safe team. All right. And then, so that's 17. And then who's your 18, 19, and 20? Yeah, honestly, uh, those those last few, they're probably just like a toss-up. But they'll all finish in the last three. Everton's 18, bro. Everton 18. Mike, okay, Mike Simon, Everton, like, 18. 19, yeah. I'd probably flip Fulham and. Yeah, let's flip them. Bournemouth. Just personally. Fulham won the league. We're Bournemouth. about to get 100% due to this contribution of mine. <laughs> Chill. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I, 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 if you do, I'm going to cry. That's a perfect table. Awesome. Chill. Everton's not that bad. Arsenal fifth, dude. I love the sound of that, actually. Honestly, I honestly, it was just I now have like a a slight hatred for Everton because when they missed out on relegation this past season, I got on their Twitter and it was just it reminded me of like I don't know why, but it reminded me of Red Sox Twitter because that's why I was like, all right, I don't like these guys. There you go. All right, uh... hate them. Every Everton fan hates Everton. No, no, but like Everton seems like the kind of like fan base that's like it's fun when they lose. Yeah, yeah. I'll give it to him. It's, it's fun, fun when Craig pulled suffer. Pulled I, I don't suffer at this point. At this point, it's not suffering. I don't. I I just don't care. All right, Mike, can you uh, list your table for us one last time? Just kind of go through all the teams real quick. Recap for us. Uh, this this table right here that we yeah got yeah your table just give us just give us go using the logos that are on the screen just go one through twenty tell us all the team names uh, we got Liverpool in first Liverpool's gonna win first of course you know yeah. uh, Man City in second um, uh, Mongoose Ball uh, third. <laughs> <laughs> so Tottenham gets third got it Mongoose Ball. <laughs> Um, Chelsea fourth. Chelsea fourth, got, got it. Arsenal in fifth. Got it. West Ham uh, in sixth. Uh-huh. Man U in seventh. Okay. Leicester City in eighth. Uh, Crystal Palace. Yep. Now Crystal Meth. Ninth. Yeah, Crystal Meth in ninth. Good. Uh, Fox well. Hound in ten. <laughs> Uh, 11 <laughs> is Brighton. Uh, 12th is uh, ooh, what's this one? Uh, that's you got it. Uh, Royal Crown. Uh, it's West Ham White. Oh, we okay. Yeah, no, that was pretty close. Yeah, Newcastle United in 13th. Uh, 14th. What do you got? 14th? Uh, 14th place. Uh, 15th place. <laughs> <laughs> Leeds is 14th. Uh, okay. What's 15th? 
What's your That's guess? my team, bro. I don't know, man. I, I like them there. You know, they got trees. That's uh, yeah, that yeah. Tree. What's usually what's what's a bunch of trees? What do we call a bunch of trees? A grove. It's Nottingham yeah. Forest is the full. Actually, name. Garden Grove, the new Premier League team, Garden, <laughs> Garden Grove. Grove. Oh, nice, nice. Okay, Garden Grove, got it. Keep going. Brentford Football Club, okay, Brentford <laughs> FC. Then uh, Southampton. Yep. And then, of course, we have Everton, the team yep. that I'm repping here, I think. Um, Let's go. And then we've got FFC, which is, you know. <laughs> Unfair positive soccer. True, yes. And then we have Bournemouth. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly, I thought it was going to be worse. When he didn't get Tottenham, I thought it was going to be way worse. So that was not yeah. as bad as it Yeah, that, that was good. I mean, a lot of them have the name and the logo, luckily. Yeah. I should have done – we'll do this next week when he forgets. Dang, we should have done a video of just Mike without the names and the logos, just guessing what teams are. Actually, we'll do it next week. Mike, your job is you're going to give us the recap. You're going to do a one-minute recap on all the games this weekend. I can do that. That sounds good. That sounds all fun. Right. Awesome. Cool. All right, so that concludes our EPL preview. We'll see how we do, and we'll uh, go from there. But next up, we have – Oh, wait. I wanted to say something real quick. Uh, go for it. So I just finished the boys. Did you see that um, in – I think it was in, in Butcher's room he has West Ham flags? No, I did not. Yeah, he's a West Ham fan. And his, when they flash back to his, like, house uh, – when never mind. Uh, he has flags in his room. They're West Ham flags. Oh, I didn't. I didn't even realize it. That's cool. That's a cool little touch. I appreciate that. Yeah, that show is dark though. I love it. Crazy, crazy show. Crazy show. Ten out of ten. That show makes you feel things. Oh yeah. Is there a show that like what's like going off the rails here? Is there any like shows that have ever just made y'all like? Honestly, like want to quit life, just you had to stop watching. Like it was just too uh, much. Not really, you had to man. give up. TV's not my... I was just wondering. I don't think I've ever stopped watching a TV show besides Parks and Rec. I'm I'm not saying like you've like never come back to it, but you just like during the moment you just had to stop for a minute. Oh just, like, definitely, definitely, definitely. Like it was it got too that. much where you like had to pause the show and take like a break and then come back to it. Sorry, I misunderstood the uh, question. Black Mirror when he fucked the pig. <laughs> Oh yeah. Mine for me was a uh, Game of Thrones and Order Odor dies. Oh, spoilers, bro! It is that that scene when they do is like flashback to him and they like he's dying. That that I had to stop. Like I couldn't take it. Like I literally couldn't take it. It broke me for a minute. I had to take a twenty minute walk and then come back to the show. Dude, I thought nobody died in Game of Thrones. You just spoiled it for me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You never watched Game of Thrones? No, I didn't have HBO. Uh, you got to watch it. I have also it. never seen Game of Thrones. What? No way. Mm-hmm. No way. The way it was the way it was explained to me was not like something I was interested in. It was like it's just everybody has sex all the time and then a bunch of people die and I was like, yeah, that doesn't really seem fun. Well, I mean, that's I mean, there's a lot of sex scenes in it and then there's a lot of death in it, but I mean that's not the that's not the premise of the show. That's really well, badly explained. Yeah, I guess so. 
like the whole premise of the show is they're fighting for the throne. So it's just a power. The whole thing is it's an eight season power struggle to get to the top. And it's like, um, it's loosely based off of medieval times. Um, it's in a fantasy world, but as that like fight for the throne, everyone wants to be a king and everyone's playing dirty and doing all these tactics to try to become king. And, you know, they're killing, backstabbing and doing whatever it takes to get power. So I, I enjoyed it. The first five seasons are just beautiful. Uh, season six is okay. Season seven and eight starts going downhill, but I'm really excited for it because uh, they're coming out with the prequel series. So saw that the hype uh, is real. I have, however, seen Game of Zones. Yeah, well, dude, yeah, Game go. of Zones is Game good. Zones is Don't awesome. get me wrong, but you got to watch Game of Thrones and you'll appreciate Game of Zones more. I don't know about that. I trust. Me. Uh, Mike, have you ever watched Game of Thrones? Uh, a little bit, but never enough to follow it. Just you know, what it was you know what it was. Oh, I drop your nerd! I hate y'all. It's a good show. No, it, it is a nerd? good show. It's just a lot of stuff that I would have to watch to catch up, and I just never have time. Oh, you got to go through. You have to watch it. It's good. Well, what is a good show is Drive to Survive. Oh, I'm glad you finally watched it. And um, I am now fully invested in Formula One racing. There you go. I even got up this morning after having gone to a concert and gone to sleep at like 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning. I still got up to watch the fucking Hungarian Grand Prix. Let's go. I got you in. And I got to see my boy, the fellow Max, fight back from 10th place to beat both of those German asshole Mercedes. For the culture. That was fun. And I will, uh, I will declare my fandom now. I am a, a Red Bull, Ferrari, and Haas fan. Those are my, those are my teams. It's like half the circuit. Well, he's like, I am, I am now declaring, I am an AFC fan. Every team in the AFC is mine, and I will be supporting. I do root for the AFC over the NFC. <laughs> Bandwagon. I don't know why, but I do. All right, can we get to our top 10 tight ends? Sorry for sending us on a spiral. But y'all need to watch Game of Thrones so we can talk about it. That's y'all's homework. Mike's homework is to watch Drive to Survive, too. I too. All right, I'll try to knock watch that Drive to Survive first, Mike. You'll like this. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Both shows are really good, but Drive to Survive is an easy, chill watch. Game of Thrones is, you get invested. Uh, so top 10 tied ends. We have our honorable mentions first. We have Noah Fant getting one point. Pat's God, I'm going to butcher his name. <laughs> Firemuth. Firemuth. Five points. Uh, your boy David and Joku had four, Craig. That's a shame. So Hayden Hurst had one, which I don't even remember who put Hayden Hurst, but it surprised me. Uh, and Dawson Knox had six. So those are honorable mentions. These guys did not make the list. This list is already fraudulent. Well, I'm sorry. Number 10, we have Hunter Henry, seven points, highest rank seven. Wait, how did you how did you do my list? Did you do my list as like the one that I actually I did, did the one you sent like, me. I didn't read what you said. You left a book behind it. Yeah. I said that if we're doing it based on how good they're gonna be in twenty twenty two, David and Joku is probably eight, but if we're doing it based off of previous years, he's actually not on the list. 
That's fine. I just went with the original list. It's just okay. top 10 tight ends. Cool. Don't, don't think too deep. But Hunter Henry gets seven. It doesn't matter. He's still honorable mention. So Hunter Henry is seventh. Any, any comments on Hunter Henry coming in seventh? Thoughts? Concerns? Well, it, it says he came in tenth, not seventh. Oh, tenth. Yeah, no, in tenth. He had seven yeah, points. Seven highest rank seventh. My bad. He's, He's not as good. shown his ability to be an able tight end uh, in offenses that utilize tight ends more. I mean, you know, he's with the Patriots in a developmental offense right now, so it's not as flashy, but I definitely think he's a good, reliable target and nice offense. Same thing, by the way, I put Hayden Hurst. I think he's definitely a good, reliable target that we definitely saw be a lot more consistent for the Bengals this year, a lot more consistent than, you know, you would expect, you know, as far as tight ends go in this league. It's he's on the Bengals? Drop off. Hey, I knew the nobody Bengals? I knew Since nobody was going to put him. Bengals? I figured he'd be an honorable mention. That's why I figured I'd put him at 10th. Uh, Hunter Henry, very deserving of 10th, in my opinion, here. Like, I, I know he could be better, but also, like, you know, he hasn't been showing it as of recently, and he has an injury history. Yeah. Hunter Henry's not as good as Fryermuth or David Njoku. Okay, well, Njoku is pretty nuts. I put Njoku like eighth, I believe. He's probably. Never mind. I'm not going to say that. It's going to get out of hand. Yeah, go for it, Craig. What are we talking about? He's the most good-looking player in the NFL. All right. And that's, that's why you want to talk to That's just fact. If he can learn... I know. Use- the best-looking player in the NFL is Davis Mills. <laughs> <laughs> if he can learn how to use... If can learn how to use his hands, he's going to be, like, the best tight end in the history of the game. All right. But he hasn't been able to do that yet, so we'll see. Uh, number nine... The old vet on the list, Zach Ertz, comes in at nine with ten points. Highest drink was six. Thoughts on Zach Ertz? I'm surprised he made um, I kind of thought he was too old and too washed to put him in the top ten. But yeah, I say he's still deserved it, and he's you know playing up to what he can. And then he's probably in the top ten. But I was thinking he's a little bit too old and too washed. But I could see him at nine or ten. Yeah, I didn't put him in my top ten either. I I thought. I had him as like an honorable mention, but I feel like he's over the hill. But he's still a good player. He he makes for all time. He makes for an all time fantasy football team name. But I don't know. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have put him so high on my list. But I don't know. He's good. He does. He does. He gets the job done. And like he's on the Cardinals now, right? Yes. So like he's always when you have to ask what team he's on. Well, no, I wanted to make sure he was still on the Cardinals and he wasn't a free agent because I knew he got traded to the Cardinals, but I wanted to make sure. I don't know. I feel like it's nice. He has like a – it gives Kyler like a big guy in the middle of the field to just like throw to like as a possession receiver. Kyler. Obviously. It also – since he's so old, oh. it gives Kyler another um, – like another parent to make sure he does his homework. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Study. Oh, boy. Uh, Mike, you have anything to say or – uh, I mean, I like Ertz here. I mean, uh, he definitely has the ability still, and he's. Uh, if, I feel like as long as he's, it's one of those situations where as long as he consistent, he's consistent and doesn't get injured out like an Eric Ebron kind of situation. Um, you know, he's always going to be a consistent tight end that can go for like 800 yards a, a season and, and knows his blocking assignments, and you know, it's exactly what the Cardinals need to. For, for Kyler Murray, right here. That's what I was, was going to say. Is I feel like the like blocking ability kind of went underrated. Like he, his ability to block and actually help in the run game is is important for them, and like gives Kyler a little bit more protection to just run in circles in the backfield before he throws the ball ten seconds later. Um, mm-hmm. 
But also, like, I don't know, he kind of, like, being in a system with Jalen Hurts as your quarterback is, is tough to get stats. So I feel like he kind of got buried with Hurts as a quarterback. Um, so, I don't know, I think he'll have the ability to, to get back to his old self with the Cardinals, I hope. All right, moving on to number eight. We're heading down to Miami. I think this is the first time we – no, Tyreek Hill was on the list. Was, my bad. I was going to say the first time we have a Miami Dolphin on the list, but we don't. It's Mike Kodeski coming on 11 points, highest rank five. What do you all think about Honestly, him? I really didn't know about him other than I've had him in a couple fantasy football leagues, and he's been like a moderately solid tight end. And he's a very consistent tight end, works in all kinds of offenses with the different coaches that he's been under in this league. He Again, he, he, he adapts very quickly and I think is a very good asset to any team, definitely underrated as uh, as an option. You know, having quarterbacks like Tua and guys, other guys in the past that he's had but don't exactly lead you to have multiple guys having thousands of yards of offense, you know? Yeah. He's worked, yeah. He's worked with very little at the QB position. For most of his career, don't disrespect Tua. I wasn't. I was just disrespecting Fitzpatrick. Him. It does take a little bit. To don't disrespect Fitzpatrick either. And uh, Brissett. And don't you dare disrespect Josh Rosen either. And Josh <laughs> Rosen. There were nine mistakes. There's no chance that you guys are disrespecting Josh Rosen right Wait, now. There is, my, Max, what do you mean? There's nine mistakes. There were nine mistakes taken ahead of Josh Rosen. <laughs> oh. Dude, this is his, this is his year. He's about to go four and two as the Browns starter in the first six weeks when Deshaun suspended. Number seven, our boy Dallas. Dallas Goddard coming in at number seven with sixteen points, highest rank five. What do y'all think about Dallas? He's very good. Oh, really? I was a little I mean, lower like, on him. He's a little more consistent, uh, but again, just you know, consistent. He's had an injury history recently, so I was a little lower. But he's a good tight end, and, and uh, definitely made it easy for them to part, part with Zach Ertz back in the yeah. Time. That's what I was gonna say. That's another thing that hurt Zach Ertz last year. It was like he was tight end two basically because Goddard was on the team, and he's Goddard's younger and probably better now than Ertz was. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I think he to to prove that you're a better tight end than somebody who's been like a perennial top 10, top five tight end, like is I, I think impressive. Um, whether that's to his credit or Ertz's fault, I don't know, but I think I, it's more of Ertz falling off a little bit. I'm not saying Ertz bad. I'm just saying, I think Ertz fell off a lot. Towards the I, end. I don't, I don't think there's anybody on this list that I would have put over Dallas Goddard. No, I agree. I'm, I, I am, yeah. Actually, I'll wait till we get to the end. There's one person that's not on the list that I'm surprised isn't on the list at all. But uh, I guess it's partially my fault because I didn't put him on my list either. But anyway, yeah. keep going. I was going to say, you can't really get mad if you didn't put him on your list. I just said surprised. Uh, number six, Kyle Pitts, probably everyone's favorite young tight end. Nope. Not even top yes, three. Sir, Kyle Pitts, bro. Always just, he's a good talent, man. He's always, he's always a deep threat, weirdly enough, as a tight end. And I like that. Yeah, he's basically yeah. a wide receiver playing tight end. Yeah, the only thing that can the only thing that concerned me is like I don't know if Marcus Mariota is gonna do very well for him. Like if you like, I feel like being a tight end in a Matt Ryan system is a pretty pretty good job to have because especially now he like can't throw the ball very far. Uh, so like just being able to get like you know 
get the balls across the middle, and then, like you said, like he can create after the catch. Um, I'm just intrigued to see what kind of role he has with Mariota and how that affects his production. Yeah, I think but, his production is going to go down. Yeah. He's, still, he's obviously, it's... like, talent-wise, he's insane. Yeah. I, but I don't think it's his fault. I think his production is going to go down just because Marcus Mariota is not going to be able to pass him as much. I also think defenses are going to channel in because they lost uh, uh, Calvin Ridley for the season. So I don't think he's going to get a lot of support this year. Yeah, I agree. I was going to say uh, he's actually not even my top three young tight ends as far as, like, favorite. Like, I, he's obviously the best out of them. But I like I like Hawkinson, Komet, and Fryer more than I like Kyle Pitts. Maybe even Noah Fant. But Noah Fant. I want Noah Fant to be good, but he just sucks. Anyway. Continue. I don't think Noah Fant sucks. Yeah, I guess I, I think he's good. had a really unlucky run of not having a good quarterback. Yeah, I, I'm excited to see him with Russ. Yeah, you actually get a chance to do something. Oh wait, no, he's still. No, they Lula. traded him. He's oh, that's right. He went. No, I was with him. That was part of the package. I yeah, totally forgot. I'm such yeah. an idiot because I put him ten because I was excited to see him with Russ, and then I just realized. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, no. He's never gonna get his chance to shine. Poor kid. Rest in peace. Uh number five. TJ Hawkinson comes at number five. Twenty-seven points. Beast. Ranked at third. Yeah, yeah, I think this guy's really good. Honestly, just because whenever he was a rookie, um, no one was really picking him. And I waited till like the last rounds in my fantasy league and drafted him and he went off for me and I like forever love this guy now. So I, yeah, I feel like he's one of those players that seems older than he is. Like I feel like he plays older than like a like what's like a second or third year in the league. Just, you know, I, he's I, going into his fourth. Oh, I was close. Um but yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like he's just been very polished like since he got into the league. Um and he's just continuing to get better, especially in an offense like the Lions. Like to be a standout is pretty impressive. Yeah, just sucks. He's on the Lions, and he'll never be remembered. Yep, sick name though. Sick name. R.I.P. T.J. on Detroit. So maybe he'll retire after his eighth year. He has like four more years left. Yep, cash in and leave. Cash in and leave the Detroit Lions way. All right, are we ready for number four? Number four, Darren Waller. The Raiders. Tight end. He's so good. Um, I thought he's better than uh, Mark Andrews. You did I think I, I, I'd hear an argument for it, but if it's me, I think he's a little bit more athletic. He brings a little bit more to the, to the table physically than Andrews does. Um, but... Oh. I think you're I think you're diabetes shaming. <laughs> but also uh, uh Mark Andrews I I had that conversation in my head as well. Um and it basically came down to who's diabetic and who's not. But also Mark Andrews is a better blocker than Darren Waller. Darren Waller is an absolute freak with the ball. Like receiving wise, he's he's incredible, but I feel like Mark Andrews brings a little bit more and like Especially like in the well, system. I mean, I think Mark Andrews has to do more blocking. Yeah, his, his running yeah. back is a quarterback. That's what I was going to say. His quarterback is a running back. Yeah, to be in a system like the Ravens, like you're you're forced to block more. So it's like I don't know. I I would be intrigued to see like what kind of role Darren Waller would have. Like I to see how Darren Waller would do in the Ravens system. Obviously, he wouldn't get as many receptions, but I don't know. I I 
could see an argument either way. Andrews did have the best year last year as a tight end. Yeah. You had a monster year. The, I think he's the I think he was the number one tight end. I did a random fantasy draft this morning and I think he's the number one tight end on fantasy right in ESPN. Well, there you go. So Waller comes in fourth with 29 points. Andrews comes in third with 40, uh, highest ranked two. So we have a in our rankings, we have a pretty sizable gap between Andrews and Waller. So. Which kind of surprised me. Yeah, no, it definitely did. But I, I mean, uh, I, I don't know. He, he, Andrews is kind of a stat hog, so it is a little bit. I mean, I just don't watch enough games to see if he's the real deal or not. I, I mean, he's the well, real deal. I mean, they also don't have any other wide Like, they don't really have that many, like, uh, targets or weapons on that offense. Like, very fast. So, I, I mean, if you're, uh, you know, uh, top of the table tight end, you're going to get the, the looks over your citywide receiver core. Yeah, but neither do the Raiders. I mean, they do now with Devontae, but, like, before that, it was just Hunter Renfro. Do not disrespect Hunter Renfro. No, I think they definitely had more targets than fucking the, the Ravens. I would say Marquise Brown is better than Hunter Renfro. Absolutely not. How many fucking passes did Hollywood Brown drop? A lot. But how many times yeah, was he wide he's open? He's just dropping balls left and right. Like yeah, but, but think about how many times he was wide open for touchdowns. I mean, you can be wide ass open all you want, <laughs> but you can't fucking catch the ball. It don't matter. Yeah. You gotta catch the ball to score. Well, maybe Lamar should throw better. Yeah, maybe he should uh, take a uh, play out of the Raiders playbook and uh, slow down a little bit. Yeah. That, um, didn't work. that doesn't seem to be in the playbook for Raiders wide receivers. No, they need to, they need to learn. Yeah. But they do enjoy getting timeouts from opposing team coaches to help with it field goals, though. And timeouts, <laughs> from, and, and timeouts from the law. Yeah. Okay, Craig, we get it. <laughs> Uh, number two, obviously, this I think these top two are pretty set in stone, at least these last three or four years, in my opinion. Uh, number two, I've had him one. I think he's the best tight end, uh, but it, it's pretty flip-floppy for me. Uh, Travis Kelsey with 46 points comes in at number two. So, I, uh, Yeah, when I did this, I put what I, – I answered this as what tight end – what are the top ten tight ends I'd like to have on my team? And that's why I put Kittle ahead of Kelsey, just because he's a little bit younger. Um, and I feel like he's going to have, you know, more in the tank. Like, honestly, that's what it came down to me. I feel like, you know, you could easily put Kelsey first or uh, Kittle second. But for me, if I'm, you know, you're picking this, I think Kittle is the most, I think he's the most valuable tight end in the league. So that's why I put him at one. He brings in the blocking as well as insane. Like he's such he's the best blocking tight end in the league by far, I would say. Um and his ability to catch the ball also is uh, obviously very good. So I definitely see the argument for Kittle above Kelsey. I think Kittle's my favorite tight end in the league. Um because I like the way he plays, but I don't know. Kelsey just I don't know. Kelsey's just a freak. Certified freak. Uh, so how did so how did the point so how did who put Andrews at two? I don't remember. Someone did. Probably Mike my, did. I think watch Mike, it, watch, maybe it was me. 
I don't remember who did. Watch, watch it. Watch it have been me. No, no it wasn't you. It was this. It was uh, it was Mike. Okay, so that's that's why there's a one point difference because Kelsey finished third once and Kittle didn't finish third at all. Yes. Yep. Kittle was either one or two. Yeah. So Mike. Yeah. Above him, I believe. Right. Yeah, because yeah. Mike put Kelsey fourth. Whoa. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's crazy. And then ever like yeah, and then Kelsey got first, second, fourth, first, and first. There's five people. Yeah, Sean. Oh, that makes sense. But yeah, to, I thought there's only four people doing this, and I was trying to figure out how somebody got forty-seven. I was like, is ten not the max amount of points you can get? It's on, it's on a scale. We actually do the uh, we use the uh, soccer or golf ranking system. Yeah, that's what I thought you did. I was like, this is crazy, but yeah, okay, no, that makes sense. Times it by 0.5. Yeah, keep going. Add 12 for fun. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. My rankings only count for like half a vote because I don't actually know what I'm talking about. I just, yeah, it's all weighted. All it's all weighted. You're weighted. It goes Sean, then you, Mike, Max, and me when it comes to the yeah. weighting scale. That's fair. Uh, number one is uh, Kittle. So Kittle gets one with 47. So Kittle ekes out the victory. So congratulations to Kittle for being our number one tight end. Out of all the people we've done, I'm pretty sure he would be my favorite to hold the number one spot out of every position we've done if we do this next year. Oh, definitely. Like I could see a change at quarterback. I could see us changing our running back standings. I could see us changing wide receivers. His seems pretty solidified. The, like, yeah, there's not much competition right now. Yeah, and then forty nine unless he gets hurt. But even then, I think he has a chance to get first, even if he gets hurt. He, he got hurt last year. He's still first. Yeah. So true. 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 Um, that concludes our top ten wide receivers. Craig, who was the one we forgot about? Dalton Schultz. Oh, man, he's still not top ten. Oh, I I know he's not top ten. I was just surprised that like nobody voted for him. Like you see, like Dawson Knox got six points. Like Hayden, Hur- like I when I saw Hayden Hurst, it like with one point, I was like, a yeah, spike I, I, I don't know why Hayden Hurst was a surprise, but that was a that, that was when that was when I was like, okay, Mike, where are we coming from here? <laughs> Come on now, you guys, you guys know that this guy's gonna be good in the league this year. I think he's <laughs> definitely taking a step up. I don't he's, either gonna, now. he's either gonna have the greatest. We're gonna come back to this list next year, and you're gonna say, "Wow, he really was the number ten tight end in a goddamn league that year." Maybe, maybe, maybe he is. I mean, I mean, luckily, your brain is so big, so. Mike. Ooh, wow, what a big brain. <laughs> I'm, we'll see. Confirmed. We'll confirmed. See. Taking Hayden Hurst in my first pick in fantasy. Yeah, you should. It's gonna be a battle for Hayden Hurst this year. Is a Who's even the tight end for the Chargers? Is it Ricky Seals Jones? No, he's it's on the, uh, he's on Washington. Garrett or Gerard or something. I forget. Oh, yeah. Everett. Everett. It's yeah. No, it's not Everett. Nah. That's the Rams. It's it's Paramount. Paramount Plus. Dude, yeah, they don't use their tight end. Yeah, no one cares about the Chargers tight end. They have that guy from the uh, XFL that almost like broke his back. Oh, The Rock? <laughs> yeah. yeah, the rock. <laughs> All right. Oh no, that was so funny. Finally, we get to the pick six on after this amazing show that's just been off the rails and terrible. But we're here. We're here to the pick hey, can six. I get, 
Can I say who's going to uh, make the yes, playoffs? Yes, the Max Joiner Pick Six competition. That's not the Max Joiner Pick Six competition. It's the Pat Takes a Two Through Three Pick Six competition. Shut up! Wait. You've won it once. You're not a dynasty yet. I want to say who's going to make the playoffs. All, all I'm saying is I'm I'm undefeated. Oh, we've done our AFC. Oh, Craig wants to do who done the playoffs. You were here last yeah. week. It's okay. All right, you bills. have five seconds. Go. To me, Bills. Charge. You got five percent. I'm driving home. Browns. Right now, so I definitely need to knock this out. Okay, I'll be fast. Bills, Chargers, Chiefs, Browns, uh, Broncos, Colts, Titans. Hell yeah. Titans? Colts, Ravens. I like it. Even better. All right, cool. We did it quick. All right, pick six, season two. Um, Why'd you do this to me? What do you mean? The first one, because uh, it'll be, <laughs> be fun. It's the beginning of the season, and it was like one of the better games. Um, oh, world. <laughs> Chelsea's been struggling. Everton's been struggling. It's gonna be fun. All right, before Mike's phone dies. Uh, so pick six is back. Max is the defending champion. Uh, let's get started. Game one: Chelsea versus Everton or tie. Who do y'all have? There was an MLS team in this matchup. I would just choose them. Chelsea, baby, <laughs> we gotta stick with it. I hate this. Yeah, yeah. So much. Uh, give me, give me Chelsea. Mm. I will be taking Chelsea as well. <laughs> I can't help myself. I'm gonna go Everton. Hey, I mean, if if it goes your way, that's an easy, uh, easy points. Yeah. Or maybe you get lucky and it's a tie. Who knows? Leeds versus Wolf or tie? This game screams tie. So Craig's going tie? I'm going to go Wolves. Wolverhampton. What do you got, Mike? Uh, I'm thinking Leeds. Ooh, Team America. I'm with you. We'll go. Me and Mike are going Team America here. All right. Next one we have Man City versus West Ham or tie. West Ham by like four. I mean, sorry, Man City, Man City, Man City, Man City. I thought you were a true fan. No. I'm going to go tie. So that's about the best result I can hope for. Uh yeah, I, I'm trying to win uh, the the pick six, not pick with my heart. So I'm gonna go Man City. <laughs> Ooh, it's gonna be a tie, Max. Uh, you gotta go with your heart. It it was a tie last time. <laughs> it was it was a tie, and we do have two center backs hurt, so this is gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 feeling not thrilled for it. but It's okay. Hey, our new Italian striker is going to lead us to the championship. Just put what's-his-face at center back. Who? I don't know. The only good Man player. City. Name I can't Declan remember. Rice? Yeah, that one. Uh, Declan Rice? Uh, yeah, he could do it. I mean, him and Kurt Zuma. Yes, <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Uh, Mike, who do you got? Man City? City. Oh, yeah. Sorry. 
right. Next one on the first, which is tomorrow, baseball action. Reds versus Marlins. Who do y'all have? Good Lord. I have myself taking uh, a nap. I'll take Reds. Max takes Reds. We go Marlins via a Jazz Chisholm walk-off. Ooh. Calling your shot. I'm taking Marlins as well. Who do you have, Mike? Marlins. So we all know the Reds now just one because it's Max. <laughs> <laughs> Max is already off to a hot start. Every time Max is by himself. So the Wolves have won, the Reds have won. That's good for them. Congratulations. Uh, next one, Reds versus Astros. Red Sox versus Astros. I'm gonna go yeah, give me the Astros. Astros. Astros, baby. Yeah, was just lost by like touchdown levels of points. <laughs> not too long ago. Dude, they're down astronomically right now. I'm taking yeah, that. You had to put you Boston would need fucking Tom Brady to come back from that game. Yeah, for I'm real. feeling an upset. Astros have been struggling lately. All right, uh, Dodgers versus like Giants today. They were like 19 and nine in June. Or ah, they're July? struggling. They lost like almost lost, and they lost the last two days. So it's like two L's in my book. Jose Altuve literally double stole. Bases and stole home today. <laughs> ah, they almost lost. The Giants. Giants. Craig takes the Giants. Uh, I mean, look, the Giants have come out as sellers. Uh, so I'm gonna put Dodgers. I'm taking Hold on. Dodgers as well. Hold on. I gotta see who's pitching for each team. Mike. No, you, you, that's not how you win. Pick that's not how you win. Craig. Pick six, Craig. You go with your heart. You go with your heart. Or if it's Korean baseball, you go with your refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is this is the this is the standards. Mike, who are you going with? Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> um, the Giants actually. We'll change it up. We'll see what's going on here. Fuck the Dodgers. All right. I can tell you're a huge Dodgers fan. All right, and that concludes our pick six because Craig picked the Giants. Thank you guys for coming. Thank you all for enjoying the show. It was a fun time. I enjoyed it. Episode 17 in the books. Episode 18 next week, hopefully, unless the world ends. We don't know. Uh, Enjoy the rest of your day. Stay safe and see you all next time. Love you guys.